You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your performance marketing agency is becoming your champion. They can offer advice and they can help you negotiate better deals with your ad network partners. Liz Emery from Tenuity talks about what to look for in an agency and what's not going to make the grade. She shares all this and more in episode number 440. Cracking the code on how you can drive business results and customer connection. Equipping you to acquire, engage, and retain customers, inspiring lasting loyalty across mobile, web, apps, and more. Welcome to Mobile Presence. Hosted by analyst, author, and top 30 mobile marketing influencer, Peggy and Saul. Welcome to Mobile Presence, your destination for everything mobile. I'm your host as always, Peggy Ann Saltz, mobile analyst, tech consultant, senior Forbes writer, and founder of Mobile Groove. We talk about mobile, we talk about apps a lot, but what we haven't discussed yet, I'm gonna change that today, is how you interact, how you engage, how you collaborate with agencies, because that is changing too. We've talked a lot about all the privacy changes, the new privacy guidelines, that does impact UA, but it also impacts how you work together with companies that are gonna help you meet those goals, because guess what? I don't need to tell you. That pillar of data purity, data determinism, as some are calling it, that's gone, that's toast. So we're gonna talk about how you interact with agencies to get amazing results. My guest is Liz Emery, Senior Director, Mobile and Ad Tech Solutions at Tenuity. And we're so excited you're here. We have sirens to announce you, Liz. Perfect. I don't know if you heard that in the background, but- uh, That was the entrance I was hoping for, right? I was that's hoping it. Like we could, fireworks we could, we could get the horns, we got sirens <laughs> instead. So here you are. And uh, I have to say, full disclosure, I connected with you on another podcast that I do, Mobile Heroes Uncensored, where we were talking to a lot of agencies about the changes, but that was before the changes dropped. Now we have them. You know, we have the release of Apple uh, long awaited. We're talking about Flock. What's changed for you? What would you summarize as being, you know, now that it's dropped, what has changed most? Yeah, no, that's a really good question. I think the really important thing here is that we have seen a dramatic shift in mobile, right? And it's all centered around user privacy. 
And I always say for people who have been in the industry, I've been in mobile for 10 plus years, this isn't the first time we've seen changes, right? It's not gonna be the last time we've seen changes, but it's just kind of a shift in how we think, how we think about strategy, what channels we use, how do we think about attribution? It's basically like the mobile industry has kind of been flipped on its head and we have to adapt to that. So you talked about the channels, I try not to do it, but I have to, I have to ask everyone, you know, what are the channels? What are the hacks? What's attractive out there? I'm hearing loads about TikTok. Someone said that it's going to dominate as the third platform, which is a long cry from what we started out with just at the beginning of the year. So I'll ask you, you don't have to answer big opportunities. Where do you see those channels? Or is it something different? Like just mixing them up differently, hearing a lot about email, go back to email. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I have a very interesting opinion. Some people love Liz's opinion. Some people are like, I don't know where she's coming <laughs> from with that, but nailed it with TikTok. I think TikTok's mm -hmm. going to continue to grow. I mean, mm -hmm. influencer space in general is going to continue to grow. Just the amount of traction you see from that, right? And especially for e-commerce and retail, people are buying from what they see from influencers. So I think influencers across all social platforms continue to skyrocket. I think OTT and CTV, so that world. I think mm -hmm. for mobile app, it's the perfect complement. And I think sometimes it's ignored, but it's a really strong awareness um, channel for mobile app clients. Like it's a really good way to reach audiences, especially if you think about user behavior, right? I'm a dual screener. If I'm watching something on my TV, I'm on my phone 90% of the time, that it's a really good way to reach me. I've downloaded a couple apps for what I've seen within, you know, Hulu or, you know, different platforms. That's another one. And mm -hmm. I think the third one, and I think we might've talked about this before, but the growth in lifecycle marketing as user acquisition kind of goes back to what, like 2007 when smartphones were first really coming out and everything was wider net reaching everybody. I think as user acquisition levels up, those lifecycle efforts are gonna become hugely important if, if they weren't already. But being able to use strong first party data to personalize when consumers want to be personalized to is gonna grow. Mm -hmm. Email, push notification, chat bots, SMS, all those different channels, I think are gonna have a renewed focus, right? Everything from the right cadence to the right messaging to using in-app behaviors, using the data at hand to keep people coming back since everything's leveling up, including retargeting. And to your point also, you know, those budgets are uh, also limited. It's not just the data is limited, but you really want to acquire, I'm hearing a lot in the industry, how to acquire really valuable users from the get-go. And that's part of like a little jump start on lifecycle marketing. I'm working with you as an agency. Let's just assume I'm an app marketer. I'm a marketer with an app. I don't have to have only an app, but I'm working with you. I want to get the right experience, but I also want to get that right lifecycle approach. So I want to think big picture and I want to look at numbers that are going to ultimately, you know, keep the CAC down, drive the LTV into the stratosphere. How would I actually work with you? Because as an agency, you're becoming more and more of a kind of collaborator or someone who's going to give advice. You're not just going to make certain I'm buying the right stuff at the right price. I think that's the biggest thing about working with an agency. I think a lot of the times what I saw back in my first agency days, way back in the day was 
agencies acting as execution arms to your point, right? You take the media dollars, you spend it on the different channels, you report back on, hey, here are your metrics. In order for an agency to truly be effective for a brand or marketer, they have to be involved in a lot of different steps, right? It has to, they have to be involved in the overall strategy. They have to be involved in like, what does your tech stack look like? Are you tagging things properly? How is your conversion value set? Um, maybe they're running one or two of your paid media channels, but not all of them. There has to be insight. You have to make sure things are working together versus channels functioning in silos. And then life cycle at Tenuity, we look at mobile app as full funnel. We don't look at it like, okay, we're just handling this one stage. Once we get the users, we're just going to pass it off. We push constantly if we're not handling the life cycle marketing efforts to be like, hey, what are you guys doing after we bring them in? If retention is important to you and you lose that visibility on iOS to see beyond, you know, 24 hours or 48 hours or that, you know, definitive time frame, what are you doing to then keep these people coming back? Because we can drive users all day, but it then becomes, you know, a part of the CRM lifecycle side to get that retention, to get them to monetize however your app is monetizing. So I think with your agency, how we function is how I think other agencies should function is being an extension of the business and being part of the strategy and making sure the foundation is strong versus, hey, I'm your execution arm. I spent your money. See you later. Right. And I think you see that a lot. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, I hope, you know, besides, you know, what we do at Tenuity, I hope that mentality changes because the agency can provide you a lot of value if that relationship is structured in the right way. So how am I going to understand if I have the right relationship? Are there a couple of, you told me things I need to be looking at. What is the agency looking at? You know, how's it sort of got me covered? But there's probably some questions. That's the actions rather. There's probably some questions, a checklist of simple questions to say, okay, has my agency be doing, has been, have they been asking me X? Have they been doing Y? Um, don't want to put you on the spot because this is totally spontaneous. You got me going and I thought, yeah, you know, you're right. Agencies do have a different responsibility. Now, my audience, our listeners are going to say, hey, how do I get the right agency? Now, they all can't come to you, Liz, although maybe they should, but you'd be overwhelmed by it. So let's help them choose the right agency now that being a retention specialist is really important. Just give me a couple of ideas, a couple of questions that I should be asking when I'm shopping around? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I think a lot of it really comes down to the RFP process, right? So traditionally, and every agency and every brand functions differently when vetting an agency. But I think when you're doing the discovery sessions and you're talking to your agencies, you should pointedly ask them, okay, we're looking at you guys for paid media. How does that you know, tie into what we do with Lifecycle? Maybe it's a different team within your brand organization great. That's totally fine. But making sure that the agency has some experience talking to that, right? Has some experience educating the lifecycle team of like, hey, we just drove in 50, you know, new users from X source, you know, like keeping them in the loop of what's going on, right? So I think Mm -hmm. having those conversations in the beginning, having conversations in the beginning of like, hey, these are our overall business goals, right? This is our overall company business goals, here are your media goals. Do you guys like, how do you guys tie things together? Cause I think that's really important. And I think sometimes that can be a miss. I know when I've sat in on RFPs in my career, 
we see the media goals, right? And we see the goals that they report to the board. But a lot of the time we ask, like pointedly ask, like, how does this tie into the overall company goals? How do you guys work with the different divisions? And I think that's an important conversation to have, you know, during discovery. And then I think the third piece is um, ask your agency how they work with other agencies. That's really, mm -hmm. really important because maybe you have one agency handles one side of the business. Another does your ASO efforts. Another does your creative making sure that you pick an agency that is collaborative is really important. You don't always see it, unfortunately, but I think the industry is changing, but having that collaboration goes really, really far, like really far in terms of, you know, how your campaigns are going to perform, how you look at the overall strategy. And I think that's one of those questions I would say, put it right in the beginning. That is a really interesting one, Liz, because you're absolutely right. When we're talking about holistic campaigns, we're saying, okay, so you've got, you know, you've got my performance nailed, more power to you, but I've got these people doing ASO. I've got this other agency doing, you know, influencer marketing, you know, whatever they're working with, uh, uh, directly with media companies. I was talking the other day to a VP from Sony and how they're like putting their artists out there more. So you might be talking to Sony and I might be talking to Tenuity. I have to know you guys are all working together. So that's a great point. Well, it, it's so amazing to really think about how these channels work together. Like a good example is app store optimization efforts, right? There's a lot of keyword based elements to that. Mm -hmm. Apple search ads, keyword based, intent based platform, those knowledge, like what you're learning from each of those should be shared, right? Like what can make your Apple search ads campaign succeed can also help make your app store ranking go up, right? So like, that's why I see it. I'm like, I just see all these pieces fitting together and that knowledge sharing being a huge piece. So if you work with one agency for everything, great, make sure those teams are talking. If you work with one agency or, and then your teams internally, great, set up those conversations. If you have multiple agencies, make sure they're knowledge sharing. I know sometimes it can be competitive, but at the end of the day, you're doing a disservice to your work, right? If you want to look like that shining star within your brand, that communication has to be there. I have to literally tear myself away to break, Liz. Speaking of communication, I'd love to continue our conversation. We do have to go to break, but when I'm going to come back, Liz, we're going to talk more about where the opportunities are, and we're going to talk about your other passion. So we'll leave people here a cliffhanger. We don't know what it is. You have to come back to find out Liz's passion. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, You'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. 
Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Sauls. And we are back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. We have Liz Emery, Senior Director, Mobile and Ad Tech Solutions at Tenuity. And before the break, Liz, we were talking about how do I work with my agency? Very collaborative, very different than before. Also, there's a new aspect to that, I think, more and more. Because before we could say, hey, I paid for this or I didn't pay for it. And you could sort of figure it out. But now... A little bit of that data clarity is gone. You know, I don't have to go into IDFA and what has changed. And finding from a lot of marketers that they're wanting to work with their agencies to sort of be their champions because there are going to be ad networks that say, hey, you know that bill you got? That's what you need to pay. And you as the agency helping me make the buys but also shape my strategy, you can help me negotiate some of that money back. Uh, how do you do that? What can you, what can you offer as advice? Because some people, they might have to be doing this on their own. And it's a very interesting and heated discussion to say, hey, remember that money I paid? I didn't get those clicks. Give me that money back. Absolutely. This is one of the, I guess, I would say, wouldn't say fun parts of our industry, but it's a definitely a key part of our industry and has to be in what you do. Mm -hmm. If I had to give a couple pieces of advice around this um, with working with your agencies, definitely lean on your agencies to help you here. And there are a few things your agencies should be doing, right? And one of them that pops immediately into my head is your agency should have some kind of partnerships or relationships with the platforms out there, whether that's for preferred rates for you guys or to have these conversations around make goods right? Sometimes mm -hmm. it's the nature of the beast, right? Sometimes things don't always deliver how we want them to deliver. Sometimes there's technical hiccups, things shut down. We, we all have experienced that at some point in our lives, but having that partnership and having your agency negotiate make goods for you is key to making your dollars go further. Also mm -hmm. protect yourselves. And obviously it depends on how you do your contracts, right? Everyone's a little bit different, but protect yourselves a little bit. I have clients that are, you know, dipping their toe into um, additional attribution models or, you know, testing new partners within those contracts. I have worked with them to create out clauses, right? If X, Y, and Z don't happen, or if you can mm -hmm. no longer run this model, you need to be able to have an out, right? Because those things are expensive. And if it's not giving you the data or the performance you need, you should be weaving that in. And your agency should be able to help you with that, you know, at Tenuity, we weave those things in. We give that advice, even if we're not in the contract, right? Maybe the contracts between the brand and the, you know, measurement company, we still go, Hey, protect yourself because in our gut instinct, this model is not going to work in six months, 10 months, a year. So those are some of the pieces of advice, partnerships, make goods, like having those strong relationships helps with the make goods. So make sure your agency has those, 
and protect yourself in your contracts, right? With everything you're doing, making sure that you're writing something there, whether that's, hey, we're going to use X platform for fraud and we're going to need refunds uh, every month. Or maybe it's, like I said, hey, we don't know if this model is going to work after six months. We need to be able to have an out clause that's 30 days versus, hey, we have to pay for this whole contract. So just kind of mm -hmm. think through some of the things you're doing before you sign those contracts. What's the most creative approach you've seen there? I was talking to one marketer and it was sort of like, um, set it up so that you're testing the platforms for them and so that you're actually saying, hey, I'm gonna test this with you. So give me a little discount here. And I thought that was pretty smart. and. And everyone loved it in social media. I mean, I think it went viral. I think after that, everybody went out to the platform and said, hey, I'm going to try out, I don't know what it was, maybe it was something on LinkedIn. I have no idea. But on one platform, I'm going to be your guinea pig and it'll cost you. <laughs> 100% love that idea. Anyone who talks to me knows that I'm always like, test, 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 because what you're doing right now may not work tomorrow. What you did four months ago may now work. So always mm -hmm. be thinking about iterations of things use that to your advantage, 100%, 100%, especially the world's changing around us, right? iOS 14.5, we can't target the same way. There's new incrementality tests coming out. There's new, hey, let's try this first party data. You have an opportunity at this moment, right? Like you have an opportunity yeah. at this moment to talk to your partners and be like, hey, I know that you are in beta for this kind of measurement that complements SK Ad Network, or I know you're trying this new, contextual targeting, or maybe it's you have this new traffic that's IDFA lists, but you guys have mm -hmm. some AI on the background. I'm willing to do it, but like, I'm going to do it either. You're going to pay me or I'm going to have lower rates or if I'm not seeing the success, but a hundred percent, especially in this moment, there is a window for those things. That is very smart. You talked about partnership and I told everyone we were going to talk about your passion. So we're going to switch gears a little bit here. And zoom out to you as a person, Liz, because there's something, you know, when I first saw you, I could just see dynamic written all over you. And I was close because you have, you are now very involved in Dawn, Digital Ad Women's Network. What is that? Tell me about that. And did it just start or did I just become alerted to it because I know you? Yeah. So very new. Um, okay. Being in the mobile industry, being in the tech industry, um, we kind of just saw this need. And there's a group of us right now, I believe there's 15 of us, strong, amazing women that work in this space that kind of meet on a biweekly basis. And we're talking about having events. We're talking about putting cool. out content. We're talking about really our ultimate goal is to create this community that elevates female thought leadership, fosters career growth, diversity, um, inclusion for women in digital advertising and, and really kind of creating this area, you know, for us to have a voice. I think sometimes you see people speaking here and there, but it, it can be largely like male dominated. And we're kind of in this place where we're like, there's so many strong, badass women out there that we need to showcase them. Right. And, you know, the audience for this is really threefold. We're looking for, you know, just the digital audience. Right. So having that thought leadership just through the ad tech community, mm -hmm. Um, female leaders and executives, right? Giving them a space to foster diversity, inclusive and equitable business culture, right? Teaching people who are in these leadership positions already how to foster, you know, diversity, how to empower younger women, and then younger women in general, like who want these growth opportunities, who want mentorship, advice. I think we can all think of a moment in our career where we really wish we had, you know, 
a strong female presence looking out for us, right? Whether that was in a job, whether that was you were looking for a new job, trying to figure out how to negotiate your salary plus vacation, right? I think that we want to create this space where women of all walks of life feel like they have a space to be empowered, to figure out how to ask for what they need and um, really just have a place to be thought leaders. So how can I be a part of Dawn? I mean, is it something where I guess because of where we are these days, it's going to be digital ad women's network, totally digital and remote because that's what we do. Uh, maybe we'll be meeting all together at some point. Um, just very quickly, how would I get involved? Yes, you're going to be seeing actually we're working on. So we're lean and mean. All of the women on the <laughs> board um, have full time jobs. People are mothers. People have, you know, different activities, things going on, starting travel again, but we're actually gonna be pushing out and creating a LinkedIn page. We're gonna soon be creating an email um, distribution list so people can get the different content. So that should be coming in the next few weeks, but um, yeah, lean and mean. So I think our first event we did a couple of weeks ago was on Clubhouse. So that was my first foray into Clubhouse, which was awesome. Um, but we are gonna do some in person. So be on the lookout okay. for that. Once. The world is in, you know, some better state of normal. You will be seeing our faces uh, left and right. <laughs> I will be watching. I will be watching. Absolutely. And I have to do it. We're almost on time, but I have to ask you because you were talking about mentoring. I just like to know, you know, if you could go back in time and you could meet a younger you and you could offer a piece of advice, what would that be, Liz? That's a good one. I think it would be, I remember like when I was 23 or 24, 23 probably is when I really was like, I need to get into mobile. I was like out of college. I was working traditional desks, like radio, TV, print, a little bit of digital. And I kind of just had this epiphany where I was like, I need to get into the mobile world. And the biggest advice I would have rewinded in time and asked myself is don't be afraid to ask for what you want and ask questions. I was so intimidated by what I didn't know, but I knew where I wanted to go, right? But it took me longer to get the traction of knowing, like, of getting it to where I am now and to where I wanted to go because there was a fear point for me, right? There was like, well, I don't know this space as well as the next person. So I'm just going to kind of sit here and, and stay quiet versus being like, hey, I don't understand this. And I think that there's, you know, some kind of hesitation, like, oh, I'm going to ask a stupid question. No such thing, right? That's the wish I could tell everyone, no such thing. Ask questions. People want to hear it. Like people like me, when people show interest in mobile with Intinuity, I'm ecstatic. I get really overly excited, like maybe to a point where I need to like roll myself back a little bit. But when people come and ask questions, I'm like, yes, like I want you to learn about this. What can I help you with? How can I mentor you? So that would be my one piece of advice for people looking to make this segue. Liz, that's for, that's for all walks of life, not just for this one. And uh, on the topic of asking questions and, and talking about things and not being afraid, I'm not afraid to have you back many times in the future, Liz. And we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that offline. But for the moment, just thank you for being on my show and for sharing. I really enjoyed it. And I'm sure our audience did as well. Yeah. And thank you for having me. I'm, a, I'm excited to do more of these. I think we're just going to have fun with this. I think we are. I think we are. I think it's in the cards, Liz. I have to let you go, but audience, if you want to keep up with me throughout the week, find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy, Peggy at mobilegroove.com is where you can also find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. You can check out this and all earlier episodes of our show, as you should, by going to WMR.FM, or you can find our shows on Amazon, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, 
and iHeartRadio by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. Keep well, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.